The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay each one according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. So our saint today is St. Paul of the Cross, and I chose for us to go to the alternate readings in case you were wondering why it wasn't matching up with what you were looking at for today, but this is the readings that would be associated with his memorial. Um, In the readings, uh, they really hit home uh, the foolishness of the cross. Uh, It seems like we have more crosses out there today than ever before. Uh, But our saint, Saint Paul of the Cross, he takes the attitude not necessarily of, well, I've got to take up my cross and bear it. He takes up the notion that in the cross, we actually find God and we grow closer to God. It's an opportunity Those crosses are opportunities. It's fascinating what he teaches. Um, So he lived uh, in the early 1700s, born in northern Italy, uh, and his lifelong conviction was that God is most easily found in the passion of Christ. He teaches that we should put ourselves into Christ's passion. What a wonderful, different way of looking at that, isn't it? So as I dig into this, how do we put ourselves into Christ's passion? He has a a really wonderful um, trilogy of what's happening in the passion from his perspective that we should meditate on. He talks about a mystical death a divine nativity, and a rebirth of life, new life. And this is a constant cycle. Every time we put ourselves into Christ's passion, this can happen in deeper and deeper levels. He goes on to say that as we do this, So we think about all the ways that we can have self-sacrifice, you know, with our own uh, maybe physical issues or family or uh, just even uh, the uh, corporal works of mercy that we do. All the different ways that we can put ourselves into the passion of Christ, that each time this new life that's created is characterized by a personal relationship with the Spirit, 
the Son and the Father. Each individual person of the Trinity we can grow closer to as we put ourselves into passion of Christ. So for me, I had to draw a picture of how is this working, the passion of Christ. And so I, I think about Jesus up on the cross. The Father's will is to love his children, but he wants to do it through Jesus. So the Father's will is, is right there in the passion. He wants to love his children. Jesus, in extreme pain, his circumstances, anything that he could have been focused on, he has to have self-denial to allow the love of the Father to pass through him to the children. And the Holy Spirit is at work in the children to understand the love, the sacrifice that his son makes for that love to pass through him. And when we take that to ourselves and we say, okay, how do we implement this passion of Christ? How do I put myself into that? Well, if we look at corporal works of mercy as an example, the individual that's receiving, in my mind, the, the receiving the mercy is really it's coming from the Father. I need to put myself out of the picture and allow the love of the Father to flow through without looking at my circumstances. I have to have that self-sacrifice to allow another's love to come through me. And then the Holy Spirit, and this is the most important part, I think when we think about the corporal works of mercy, the, those individuals that have been marginalized, that are on the peripheral, that have labels, they don't get dignity. We may feed the hungry or clothe the naked or any of the things, caring for the sick, but those are all labels. The people receiving that mercy feel like they're a label. And yes, they need help. But what they need most important is dignity. The dignity of the Father saying, you are a child of God. And that has to flow through each one of us as we're performing these acts. But we have to go through, we have to put ourselves in Christ's passion to be able to do this successfully. Uh, John Paul II had a wonderful description of what's happening in these events that, uh, you know, when we're helping people. And he really talks about the reciprocal nature of mercy. It's two-way. He says, an act of merciful love is only really such when we are deeply convinced at the moment that we perform it that we are at the same time receiving mercy from the people who are accepting it from us. 
If this bilateral and reciprocal quality is absent, our actions are not yet true acts of mercy, nor has there been fully completed in us that conversion to which Christ has shown us the way by his words and example, even to the cross, nor are we yet sharing fully in the magnificent source of merciful love that has been revealed to us by what Jesus did in his passion. These crosses, the times that we're in, these, all these things that we're going through, they're opportunities. They're opportunities to grow closer to not just God, but the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, individually, our relationship with one gets stronger. Each one of them gets stronger. These crosses are opportunities. Let's stand and offer our petitions. <clears throat>